situation. I'm so, this, okay, this is gonna be great. This is great. Shout out to us. I am really happy about this right now. Okay. Um. Robert. You see me. I'm looking. Three, two, one. Yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> and we're back. <laughs> we are. And we're back, Kaylee. Oh, man. We're back. We're back. Yeah. Round two. In so many ways. Oh, man. Um, It's like we never left, but we did. Yeah. We experienced. So we did this already. <laughs> <laughs> we have a witness. There is a witness. Yes. They are no. They are not with. I was going to say they're no longer with us, but well, not, they are with us, just not. In this room. Here yeah. right now. Exactly. Shout out to you, Sarah B. We love you so much. Um, But we did this. And we recorded a few days ago. Right, yes. It was on a Wednesday. There were technical we're... difficulties. Right. You uh, always blame the technology. It was 100% that. I also think it was the pee pee poo poo man. <laughs> I think that when we're doing. In a way, because, you know, when we were setting up, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we were like running in and out. There was mm-hmm. bathroom breaks. Mm-hmm. There was setting up. Mm-hmm. There was like mm-hmm. confusion. There was chaos. Yes, there was there stopping. Was. There was starting. Yes, there was. All true. Yes. I think that, like, when. Things are going decently. He can strike, you know. Yeah. So I feel like, like we we had it in the bag. We recorded the whole thing. I was like, and cut. It was a great show. It was. And then um, I realized that the settings were uh, the settings were fucking wrong. So. Yeah. Nobody's fault in particular. Hey, hey no. We just got like really excited about getting started. I don't think we did like right. a good final check. Yeah. Yeah. We did this time though, and but we're back. Again, and- technology's fault. I'm really excited to see you. Fucking always. <laughs> okay, so uh, hi everyone, welcome back to the show. It's the hard hours, the rabbits. Sure is. You know, it's just, it fucking is. It's, just, it's fucking a right. Goddamn Catalina wine mixer. Uh, yeah, it's the hard hours. It's me. It's Asia. What's up? I'm your host, Black, queer, here and, and gear and here. Absolutely. <laughs> um, I have with me. A special guest. Hi. Literally one of my favorite people um, in the universe. Oh. Like, I feel like if we were to get in a ship, a spaceship, and go to other places. <laughs> we would have a good fucking time. It would be good. Everywhere we go, we have a great fucking we time. Do. We do. We really don't have... Even when times are bad, we have a way... A joie de vie. Yeah. We just <laughs> we just turn it right back around. Turn it around. We've been to Jamaica. We we've have. been to Amish country. We have. Ship we've Shalana. been. I talked about it on this episode. We've been highs. We've been to lows. Yes. We, yes. Yeah. We've been. I don't think we've, we've ever visited like a physical lows. But I, have we been at a Home Depot? We've been to an Ace. Okay. <laughs> yes, we have. <laughs> we've been to an Ace hardware. <laughs> In like booty shorts on like a hundred degree day. Absolutely. So sounds about right. Yeah. Y'all, this is Chaley. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Jonah hit us with the applause. Applause us. <laughs> this is one of my best friends, y'all. The fuck is up? Um, you know, uh, we've seen each other a couple times this week. It's been lovely. Yes, I do enjoy seeing you repeatedly through yep. the weeks. Yep. Yes, it's nice. Um, I've missed you because I didn't see you. For we a went weeks like there. a long period. For us, without, like, interacting, yes. and now it's been, like, a good couple times this week, which is really exciting. I know. <laughs> I know. And now we're back, and we're doing this podcast, and I just, 
I just love you. You know, we had like a really, we saw Danny Brown. We're going to get into that. Yes, we um, did. Later on. Um, Let's see. We got to hang out with Sarah B. Yep. That was um, great. Let's see, you you brought me a cast iron skillet today. I did. Yo, it was, listen. It's the first day of Hanukkah, <laughs> so I came bearing gifts. Mazel. <laughs> I don't know if that's right. Why the fuck not, you know? You know, it feels right. I love it. Chaley always, um, I feel like it's markedly like a, like, a, like a sign of like maturity when like, and you've reached like a new level of adulthood when like. Instead of bringing like wine or like sh- booze or whatever, like you bring, <laughs> I bring produce, a pro like produce, pretty much on a consistent basis. And appliances, you or not appliances, but you brought me produce and you like brought home me home goods, home goods. Yeah, like you've got sometimes I bring like a lamb. Yes, this I time Dutch, a cast iron skillet. I brought a Dutch oven once. It's beautiful, just it's blue. It's beautiful. Yeah, <laughs> I find really good deals yes. on stuff and like. Yeah. I just like stumble onto things and I get really excited about them and I just yeah. like need to yeah because I'm pretty well appointed I have like the things that I need at my house right. yes. so when I find stuff I'm like somebody's got to have this Let's so talk about a real nigga though too because this bitch remembered that I said I needed a cast iron skillet back in ship Shawana days that we was like looking three for months ago it was literally <laughs> months ago so when so, so, okay, so sometimes when we get very excited, uh, we do not wait. We just immediately message each other. One time, in the middle of the night after I stumbled upon a really appalling photograph, I waited. <laughs> <laughs> or rather, I sent the photo knowing that she was sleeping, but waiting for her to wake up. Like, I wanted to be there. I wanted to, I told her the next day, I was like, I wanted so badly to, like, hover over your bed until you woke up the next morning. That's friendship. (laughs) I wish I could see the look on your face. I just need to see you. I Um, woke up like unusually early for me that morning, which is like eight o'clock. I'm not a morning person. And the first thing I did was grab my phone and saw that and message her back immediately. I don't think I've ever been more excited in my life. Um, I truly had a visceral reaction. I was like, I was waiting. I was like, look, I was like... Sweat on your upper lip. You know? Um, and it was funny because when I got the message, I knew I could sense that that was happening. I'm like, I have to text her back immediately. She's waiting for me. And I was. And I was, America. I was. Um, <laughs> but no, they sent me uh, the photo of the cast iron skillet and they were like, I can't even wait till Christmas. Like, here you go. And I was like, holy shit. Like, bitch, do you live in my mind? Like, how did you? Because again, <laughs> Three months ago, has it's come and gone. I've moved on. I've forgotten. Taylor remembered. I was like, no, bitch, you told me. Yeah, you said it. We, we were We out. were looking for <laughs> one. Literally together looking for one. Friendship, you know? Here I it is. love that. So many stories, Chaley. How many? How long oh, have we? How long have we been friends? How many years are we rolling up on since the year is over? Uh, man, was it like 20, 12 or 13 that we started like? Talking really online, yeah. and then like met shortly thereafter. Damn. So like, wow, nine, eight or nine years. That's like a child. That's a the child who can like think and do yeah, pour their own cereal. Move, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Wipe their own ass. Yeah, that's we have a baby. Like, our friendship <laughs> is a baby. <laughs> Straight up, we have a baby. <laughs> What's 
What's that little fucker's name? Oh my god. Oh my god. Um fuck, what would our baby's name be? <laughs> something I feel like nuts. it's gotta be something really ancient and evil. <laughs> <laughs> like something really like 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 Bilal or like something. You know? <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, you ever just open the Old Testament and, like, <laughs> like pick out one of the, like, names that Jesus, like, there's stories in the Bible where Jesus is casting demons out of, like, a person and into a pig. And I believe that, like, there's, like, three or four names in there that I was like, these could be real. These would be, these are fitting. That rolls off the tongue real nice, yeah. Uh, uh, what's it, what is it? Be- be- not Behemoth. What's the one? This one? Baphomet? That one. Yeah, that one, that one, that one. I'll make a cute baby name. Little, little... Matt, Matt? <laughs> Bath. Bath like for short. Sure. That's cute. Okay, yeah. My next pet. Little Bath. Oh, I love that. So, um, what's been up, Chaley? What the fuck have you been up to, bitch, this year? It's November, almost December. We're a couple of days away. I mean, personally... <sighs> I've been doing therapy. I've been doing the online therapy. Shout. It's I recommend therapy. I don't recommend talk space. Fuck that guy. Um, I like better help. Yeah. And uh, Open Collective is okay. what I eventually check it out. OpenCollective.com. It's or OpenCollective.org. Um, it's like a hub of greatness, and I've really <laughs> enjoyed. The fact that they operate on like a sliding scale, like a sliding pay scale. And um, I just felt like the therapists that they offered were more. <laughs> therapies. The therapies. The therapies they offered were just like more uh, aligned with my personal beliefs, you know? Uh, yeah, I like that. Yeah, I just like, I. I I found a therapist that also practices um, African traditional religion. Um, it was just a lot easier for me to like, I didn't have to sift through so many people to find someone who wasn't going to be like, you're a fucking weirdo. Yeah. You know, like at the end of all of it. So I enjoyed that. Yeah. Talkspace I did not like. Yeah. Talkspace, I just feel like um, I've had a couple different therapists because I have to keep dumping them because they're mm-hmm. like not. Doing the thing. Uh, so I did, I trained as a um national crisis text line counselor I remember when you did this. and i did that for a while but i eventually quit because i don't agree with some of their practices mm-hmm. and i didn't feel like it aligned with some of my like personal ethics mm-hmm. but having said that it was interesting to get an understanding of like how it worked and how like they're how they're operating behind the scenes um Everything there is very formulaic. Mm-hmm. There's like a formula to how you engage with people, mm-hmm. and that's great because it's it's like a it's like a tool set. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, it kind of reduces people to yeah, like a number, like a a tab, you know. Well, and and to like a formula, right, 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 right. Literally, um, so I feel like Talkspace may also do that. Okay. Um, okay. Like at this point, they're just like they just ask a bunch of questions like, so, and how do you handle that? And what do you think about that? Mm-hmm. And blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. which is fine when you're getting to know a person, but I'm like months into this bitch now. Right. Like I, I have no 
issue introspecting. Mm-hmm. I don't need somebody to drag stuff out of me. Right. Uh, I need tools. I came yes. here for tools and I've gotten zero so far. Yeah. So, um, yeah, yeah I, I don't feel like, uh, therapy is like engaging mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I'm starting to think that it's not a matter of the therapist. I think it's their program right. Right, at this right, point right, right. since I've dealt with so many therapists. Right. Um, so yeah, that's, uh, I, I don't think it's a, a, a therapy issue. I think therapy is wonderful. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm still committed to it. Mm-hmm, I'm still mm-hmm. like a uh, pro mm-hmm. therapy. Yes, go everyone. I'm, I'm telling everyone. I've been telling everyone since we started this podcast, go to therapy. Like you got the means and you can afford it and you can do the things. Like so many people do not have, I think that we are introspective bitches. I think that yeah. we actually have a lot of self-awareness. And we also spend a lot of time talking to each other exactly. and bouncing things off each yes. other, which is great. Yes. And also like a great um, way of doing things if you can't afford therapy. Yes. I think a lot of people don't do that though. I, uh, most yep. people don't have hardcore shadow ass conversations. You know, people really keep things on the surface. Yep. So for the most part, like, if you know that that is you, you know what I'm saying? If you know that you're not having these, like, ge- these these really, like, uh, thoughtful and generating discussions, like, it's time to go to therapy. Time to actually have someone pull shit out of you. Yeah. Because um, part of the human experience is, like, really getting into that and figuring out. When people can't you know? give you the tools that you need if they don't understand you and know who you are and know what your true issues are correct so you really got to be like willing to open up so yeah shout out therapy you got a cheerio cabinet it's beautiful yeah i got this beautiful like vintage hutch yes hutch okay i was gonna say it's what is what is it is it am i saying it right no cheerio Cheerio there we go there we go i like saying cheerio (laughs) cheerio (laughs) oh my god while I was out last night, I completely adopted this, like, British, this, like, Adele, grimy, real British, like, accent for, like, no reason. Yeah. For, like, 20 minutes. Sure. I do not know why. If you're British and you're listening to this. Sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. <laughs> We're getting into, like, a Christmas carol season. Yeah, you know, it's real. Scrooge. <laughs> Ghost of Christmas Past and all that. Beans and toast. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, let's see. What else? What else? You bought a hutch. It's I beautiful. Did. I did. Uh, I. I. House. Again, I was waiting and waiting until I found the hot deal. Dead bitch. This bitch always finds the hot deals. They're out there. Truly. You just got to really be, like, on the lookout. It's about patience, too. You know what I mean? Like, manifestation is, like, having an idea, right? And, like, patience, right? Because it will come. Patience and resources. 100%. Yes. Yes. You got to know where to look. You got to know... 
I use the I use the Facebook Marketplace. You I do. use the next door. Do. I use do. the I I drove through next neighborhoods. Door, next door, next door. That's what we used for the hunch, right? Is that how we found the hunch? I found it on next door. I also like popped into a bunch of like neighborhoods over the summer that yes. were having estate sales and Shout wandered through people's sales. houses yeah, and absolutely. talked to some weirdos and didn't find what I was looking they for. They got the best furniture. <laughs> they do. <laughs> they really do. They do. You never know what you're gonna find when somebody's like clearing out their grandma's house because she dropped dead in the middle of the summer. <laughs> You just got to be willing to, and then they want to talk about them for like 45 minutes yeah, and you're definitely. like, it's really hot in here. I'm not going to buy like, anything. Yeah, yeah. You seem really sad. Yeah. It's the price Sorry. you got to pay. <laughs> I feel like it's a decent price to pay. Yeah. Because one of those houses, you're going to find something amazing and yeah, it's going to be dirty ass cheap because yeah. they just want it out of they there. They get it out of the house, right? Exactly. You got to get rid. You got to get rid of all the things. You got to get rid of the furniture. And Especially when Mima goes. You yeah. Know like it's just time to clear out. And also I feel good things. about it because that means that I'm not buying something from Home Depot. Yes. And I'm not buying something from Target yes. and I'm not buying something from Ikea yeah. and it's yeah, you're sturdy as fuck. Recycling. It's Up a piece cycling. of history. It is. It is. Yeah, you redid the house. It's looking really beautiful. Thank you. Um, super proud of you. Thank you. Um, super proud of you too. You're also on the same journey. Well, you know, we don't we just be parallel? Don't we just be like occasionally just like really running in tandem with each other? Yeah, I did this like studio. We're doing. We're slowly bringing the studio together and like house things. And, you like, inherited my light fixture. I did it. Oh my god, yes! Oh my god! And this yes. is a while ago. Oh my but god, yes, but I did. I love this story. It truly is magnificent. So I was looking for a new light. So first of all, <laughs> I don't know who. I had like one of those boob lights, you know, hanging over my kitchen sink. And for the longest time, I thought that it was actually like a bulb, okay? So when it died, I was like, let's take this, let's pop the titty off, all right, and change Swap this it bulb out. up. Swap it. Because that's what you do. When you're a homeowner. When you're a homeowner. Grown okay? ass. Grown ass homeowner, bitch. You get yourself, you got a, you, I got a stool, I got a, like a little ladder that I, that's hanging up behind the, the kitchen door. I popped that down. I climbed up. Okay. Unscrewed the boob. You're going to be like five minutes and out. Period. From, from ship to stern, from start to finish. Why, America... Was it not a light bulb? It was, in fact, like an LED fixture from like Wait, 19- yeah, a 1950s style <laughs> light emitting diode. Okay, you can't even get these anymore. I literally, I literally. Back before they looked like light bulbs. Back when they were just like a flat thing with some like little knobbies on it. Y'all, I. So okay, so uh, okay, I'm this is now I'm deja vuing, deja vuing right now. But I mentioned this before. Chaley is my like information center. Like a lot of people use Google, and I use Google too. Don't get me wrong, I do. I use Google, but normally when something confuses me, the first thing I think is, I wonder if Chaley can tell me what this is. <laughs> like literally, that's literally like a lot of people are like, what would Jesus do? What would, you know, and for me, it's like WWJD. Like, what would, like, Jaylee do? Like, what would she think about this? And then I, and then I go, wait, no, resources. Jaylee would Google it. Jaylee would Google it. <laughs> Which I did, and I start, I used um, a resource that you gave to me because I didn't know how to Google. Like, I was like, I didn't know what I was looking at, but there is an app. That you can like point your like camera at it. Google Lens. 
If you don't know about Google Lens, yo, 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 you gotta yo, get on this shit. Yo, yo, it's a visual search. It's literally magic. I don't know how they're doing this. I'm sure there's some sort of scientific something really smart, but my <laughs> me, it's magic. It is. I pointed and clicked it. it and it told me what it was. It takes a picture. It visually searches Google. And then it can tell you, like, what it is. That's how I figured out what it. that freaky-ass vegetable oh, was. Oh, my God. Yo, Jayla <laughs> <laughs> sent me a picture of the angriest-looking vegetable I've ever seen in my life. It looked like I, like... It was I, a root vegetable, but it looked like a like a head. Like, it was like... like a, <laughs> just like a round, <laughs> ugly... It looked like a like a... Like a white baby's yeah, head. Yeah, it really did. Yeah, like like an angry, like a mad white baby's head. It, and I also, I had to like, run, you know, I was like, am I still on mushrooms? And I'm like, it just looks like if I was on mushrooms. I pulled it out of the box and I went, <laughs> are you a fucking rutabaga? <laughs> but it like wasn't waxy and it didn't have like the pink. It was a celery root, y'all, by the way. Kaylee discovered <laughs> using Google Lens that it was a celery root. If I didn't have Google Lens, that would have went straight <laughs> in the fucking the garbage. <laughs> I was not gonna. It looks like it's ready to grow legs and like pop little arms like, out skitter, and like beat your ass away. in the night. Yeah. Hopefully it's delicious. <laughs> we'll, we'll see. see. <laughs> so anyway, we, so she Google way. Lenses yes. this crazy light. Yes. Then I then they tell me what it is. I am still confused. So then I hit Chaley up, and I'm like, Chaley, <laughs> um, how do I, how do I do this? Like, what do I even do? Chaley's like, change the light fixture completely. Yeah, I'm like, you are, you're gonna either have to travel back in time, or you're gonna have to like custom order one of these things. From where? Like from like where from do like, I even from like a from like an antiques warehouse like somebody's road in like show like Idaho. <laughs> like don't don't fucking bother. It's not worth it. That thing's not cool enough to to bother with this shit. I was so confused and upset and like who did that? Who did that right up over the sink? That is Literally, crazy. Somebody did that in like 1950 when those were easy to come by. And they were like, and they were like, you'll never have. What? What? You're gonna have to change well, this it, in like. And it lasted 50 years. It lasted 60 and guess years. What? Then me, that my homeowner has has to deal with it. So instead, Chaley was like, we're just gonna. We're just gonna do some uh, some electronical work right now. We're just gonna do electrical. Well, meanwhile, at my house. Oh my god! Yes. Oh my god! Tell the, tell I the had, story about the lamp. Tell the story about the lamp. I had just. <laughs> Oh, we're this not, light was a fucking nightmare. We're not even going to go into all this. <laughs> I had just bought myself a new pendant light to go over my sink yes. in my kitchen. Yes, because we've got similar. Because everything length. in my kitchen had been redone before I moved in. It was all silver except for this country ass looking light fixture. There was nothing wrong with it. It just didn't match. So I, I, I replaced it for whatever fucking reason. The cheapest one that I could find that was very simple and match my stuff was from West Elm. They sent me the wrong color. They charged me to to fix it. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I finally got it swapped out. Yes. I was like, Asia, why don't you take my yes. original one? Yes. Brought it over here. Taught Asia how to how to change electric. a light fixture. Yes. I learned things I learned about grounding. I learned about uh wiring circuitry and things and circuitry and shit. And now it fits like my kind of country ass kitchen. It's, it's perfect. It literally, it's just like a beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. 
Friendship. Fuck. <laughs> and recycling. And recycling. Just beautiful. You know how that happens? God damn it. Oh, I just love you so fucking We're like much. puzzle pieces, you know? It's true. You know, I, I, I appreciate the fact that Oh, also, big shout out to Chaley, like, providing my child's wardrobe for, like, probably a good year or two there. We were the same size. Yes. yes and she's yes, very... Also, yes. like, the fashion. Yes. I was giving her a lot tandem. of, like, my hand-me-downs from, like, the like the early 2000s, yeah. which is, like, in style right now. Yeah. Yeah. Just friendship, you know? Get on it. It's good. <laughs> it's really nice, y'all. Fuck. Okay. Um, what else are we going to talk about? What's the next thing? Oh. The next segment. My personal favorite. <laughs> Who's motherfucking hands is this? And dumb bitch juice. Jonah, hit him with a slurp. Hit us with a slurp. <laughs> um, we have two. And I'm excited to talk about this again because I really am fascinated by this. I hate myself because I told myself that this was not going to be part of my legacy like I was not going to involve myself in the Kardashian uh universe okay because I'm tired all right I am it's exhausting I am tired and it is like (laughs) thrown into our face constantly from every angle though so it really is it really and from like Kanye to I'm tired of that man as well you know like just just all of it all of it is so much. But something fascinating is going on. Something really unique is happening. Let's talk about the change of the guard. Yeah, they're kicking out the black people from the Absolutely. family. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, no. They're kicking them out. And who are they replacing them with, Chaley? <laughs> <laughs> Mosquito boys. <laughs> Mosquito boys. Yeah, emo, um, goblin dishwashers. Absolutely. Thin, emaciated, big dick, heavily tattooed. Uh, white boys and which we enjoy. Hey, I've had my share, my fair share. As you know? Yes. <laughs> we, we know a lot we, about this topic, actually. Yeah, mosquito boy. So let's actually start with what a mosquito Definition. boy is, because yeah. I think that that's gonna really like narrow down, like, and and like as I start cycling in more of these people people will like be able to identify them yeah yeah how, so what is a how, mosquito to, boy? how to spot a mosquito boy absolutely yeah so in <laughs> our personal experience um because there's there's a lot of like tall skinny like band sure tattooed yes guys yes. Yes. out there in the world yes there are sad even like emo but like specifically a mosquito boy is one who's got all of those features but like Carries himself with that, like, big dick energy. 100%. 100%. Sad d- will not suicide, will not actually kill themselves because they know that they have a big dick and they can fuck. They're, they've got, like, they're like the Pied Piper of women. They've just got, like, a like a parade of them Literally falling behind. Literally Piper. Pie. <laughs> Literally Piper. Piper. <laughs> just 
just women following them behind for no absolutely. They, women don't even understand why yeah no like, they why get, am I so attracted they get to this guy for, he's like, disgusting women pay for them he doesn't have a bed frame absolutely yeah he doesn't have a bed frame he doesn't uh, follow basic decent hygiene he's like hygiene. I can't I broke the last four because <laughs> I've been fucking in here I've been sucking and fucking like a mosquito does yeah, 100%. Yeah. They will um, also suck all of your energy. They're very, they're characterized also. I want I really want to get this in here. If you were to look in a door frame, okay, and there was a shadow behind them, okay, or like there was a light behind them and you just see their shadow, two very thin like pretzel rods for legs. Bony. Okay, bones, just bones, just bone on bone. Yep. All right. Um, probably something like oversized, like in terms of, um, not like everyone, actually not, not each one, because sometimes... They're in, like, tight emo pants. Sometimes they're in, like, basketball shorts. Either way, they stand in a way where they have to make room for the dick. It's, yeah. Because it's not, it's, like... It's banging around <laughs> like a Liberty Bell, you know? <laughs> Very uncomfortable. <laughs> you know it's true. <laughs> Absolutely. The chafing. Uh, okay, so you know. We know, right? So the stance is always like, make room for the dick, right? They also have a look about their face. They're like, Ugh. Like this burden <laughs> yeah! I have to carry. <laughs> it's like, it's almost smug. It would be smug if, like, they had money. Or if they had, like, status beyond just the big dick. I think some of them have money. It's true. Now you are. That is that is some true. Some have money, that is but true. they have the burden. They do. They do. The burden. Yeah, that's a mosquito boy. Um, Pete Davidson is most certainly a mosquito boy. Everybody knows that. Like we all know that. Um, yeah. Travis Barker. That's why his ex from fifteen years ago won't drop it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Um. So anyway. Um. After the uh, moving from one Travis to the to the next, um, last week's episode I talked a little bit about the astral world uh, tragedy and uh, it led me to I have not stopped thinking about it. Um, truly, like fucking, it's terrible. And also, it it continues to be in the news because he's like now he's going like golfing with his rich pals and like. He, like, can't stop fucking up. People keep suing him. Oh, so my like, God. Again, it's, like, a Cardi- Kardashian-adjacent thing. So, like, therefore, we'll never hear the fucking end of it. 100% true, yes. Even 100% if, Even true. if you, like, have no interest in it. All that shit, though, leads to, or led to me thinking, is Homegirl gonna fucking stay with that guy? Like... I like, really... it seems like a massive liability. I don't think Chris will allow it. Chris won't! Mama, Chris already! Mama Kardashian, no, that's like a liability for the whole fucking family. I think she's gonna let them pop that baby out. Absolutely. Do the pictures. The fam- Everybody's together. You got the little biracials in the center. Everyone's like, like... Kiss, kiss. Right? In the hospital. Yes, because 100%. they've gotta, like, show that there's, like, a happy dad. Yes. And, like, like a family unit. And it's cohesive or whatever. And then... And then they're gonna... And then they're gonna dump... And then... And then they're gonna dump them. So, I think it'll be interesting... Who's it gonna be? Gonna take over? Some... Who's gonna take over? It Crohn's, can't be Machine Gun Kelly, because he already Crohn's is... Some Crohn's disease-ass. Little skinny... <laughs> Crohn's. 
If you have uh, Hulu. Like Hulu, yeah, it's 100% a cor- Back Back off, Crohn's. <laughs> I don't know why. It seems like all of the... Um, like all of the drug commercials in the U.S. Yes. have some element of like stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's it, it's very aggressively stopped too. Yeah, they're like walking Dramatically. through an airport yeah, or like, like a around. park. Yeah, no more. I I said no. <laughs> I wish it were that easy. Truly, I also wish they would stop airing those commercials. I. I'm not gonna go to the store and buy it. I have to like be prescribed by my doctor, no matter Dude. what it is. So. Very strange. Very strange technique. A lot um, of money for, like, what? You know, seems like you're wasting a lot of money. Just pay the... Why are you... Don't no. air these million-dollar commercials and then just, like, charge us less. Exactly. Exactly. Seems crazy, right? I don't know. What do we know about anything? Um, yeah, no. They got to replace them. And they're doing it slowly. So if they remove all the black men from the family, can they Except stop... Except for Chris's boyfriend. Chris will never get rid of her nigger. But can they stop painting their faces black? I don't think so, Chaley, unfortunately. I think that the ruse... Well, I mean, okay, well, I will say this. I will say this. Is this going to be like I the will great say this. whitening? I will say the this. The Kardashians? The pictures that I have seen of Kim lately, the bitch is white. The bitch is not... There's like a... I mean, there's like a light tan, but I'm not getting... I was with Kanye. I also read something... <laughs> Where she's talking about, like, I want to get my ass implants removed because my big ass is too big now and it's, it's it hurts and I'm embarrassed by it and I'm ready to let it go. And I'm like, oh People my God. People are starting to get their BBLs removed. Wow. So, like, the fad and the trend of, like, this exact, the, the, like, these exaggerated body parts to... mock or like like fetishize yeah like to to like to further that and perpetuate like that uh as like the vibe and to make that the standard and then like flip it right like like after what 15 years of doing nigga shit (laughs) now just in time for every single one of them to have black kids and I'm just, I, the thing is, guys, raising biracial kids and, like, removing, I'm, like, you, there, you can't ever remove, like, the, like, blackness, you know, like, from the element. No. But it's, like, I really wonder how this is all going to, like, play out for those kids. Yeah. All the way across the board. And I really wonder if. Chris genuinely gives a fuck about like these people, these like her children and her grandchildren as people. And if it's like, like, what, like, when, like, when is the culture of like this, this, the legacy, like, when is that gonna like, like, when can we be done with that? Yeah. That's really, I'm really ready to be done with that. I'm really ready um, to also like, have people ask I don't know I don't know I don't think people are ever gonna ask their their uh, celebrity favorites like excuse me what the fuck are you doing yeah you know yeah like I guess I if that's what's happening it would be nice to see them like chill out with the 
performance of it and like the exotification of it but i also hope that like they're not uh, making anyone feel bad about who they are. Absolutely. Or... My concern is it's like it, when you remove the fetishization, when you remove the trendiness from <laughs> the experience, right? Like, what's replaced? Are you demonizing blackness now? Are you uh, shaming, you know? Yeah, are, uh, they, are they leaving any room for, like, the kids to feel proud about their fathers or their ancestry or their... Color. I think you can't. I don't think you can if you're treating people like props, right? Like if you are using individuals to perpetuate whatever your specific, in this case, like whatever the Kardashian yeah. clan's like concept of like legacy continuation is. Like I don't think, I don't, I don't think so. I just, I just know that. Uh, Raising a biracial kid, it is my like myself. It is important to, and I've like I've had to work through my feelings surrounding my anger about like whiteness and white people, yeah. and like find a place where I can support my kid who is biracial and have her be proud of her family. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, on both all sides, of all of it. You know what I mean? Um, and I just, I don't know. I just think, like, I'm just grossed out. <laughs> that, like, it's just happening in front of, like, uh, everyone's faces. Yeah. And, like, this type of behavior is uh, celebrated and replicated. And, look, no shade. You know what I'm saying? Like, get like get jigged down, girls. Nobody's saying don't, you know. You want to, you know, Travis Barker and Courtney, that's adorable. I'm so happy you guys are, that's cute. We love that. Get dicked down. But also, like, where is the accountability for, like, the fact that y'all had, like, dozens of children by, like, black people? <laughs> like While they were, like, performing this, like, blackness. Blackface. While performing blackness by making tons of money off of your bronzers and your makeups and your... And you're fucking... Uh, and now they're seemingly like, mm, that's weird. We're done with that. Anyway, I just think it's, uh, think it's, I think it's gross and weird. And um, I really, I really, I really want, I'm tired. Also, I'm tired of Kanye West. Yeah. I'm tired. Yeah. Okay. Very tired. We're done. I don't think it's, I don't think he's a genius, guys. I don't think it's like, I think the jig is up. And I think, I would also like to do a thing where we just like, we're going to get into this, actually, uh, when we talk about, like, bruiser giving and, like, rappers and shit. But, like, uh, I want to do a thing where we, like, stop celebrating uh, these aging niggas being ridiculous. Like, at a certain point, like, when you start your career on some nut shit, right, because you're young and you're, like, coming out and you're just, you know... When you, when are you gonna grow up? When are you gonna? Yeah, are you familiar with the the jump the shark term? No. Um. So it came from an episode of Happy Days. Okay. Shout out. Um. Oh, okay. Like Monday, Tuesday. Yep. Happy Days. Okay. Yep. Love um, that show. Love cute show. The character, uh, the Fonz. Yes. They, hey. Uh, they did an episode where they were like on the beach, and he was like 
like jet skiing behind a boat. <laughs> okay. And like literally jumped over a shark. Um, and it was just like so wacky and like out of character and like not what the show was like doing. You know, <laughs> yeah. most episodes they were like at a little diner, yeah, and the dancing, dating, and, yeah, and yeah, boyfriends yeah. and girlfriends. And it was like you know, it was a sitcom. It was like about relationships and friends mm-hmm. and stuff. And like that was so like. How, of, that is very random. So out of left field that it became like a term for when sitcoms like had nothing else to write about. So they just did something like totally out of left field and it like changed the whole vibe. Of, huh. So um, I think people also can do that in their careers as well. Okay. Where, okay. Like, okay. They're like making albums and things are great and whatever. And then all of a sudden they go like completely left because they're like, Maybe they're not relevant anymore, and they're mm-hmm. trying to like maintain that or or get it back or yeah. Like change their... instead of evolving, like instead of like like when an old thing is done, let that old thing be done, and then do something else. That's the, in in my opinion, right? Yeah. Like if that's growth, right? But these niggas really be grappling for like. Well, and sometimes that is what they're doing. Like they're trying know? something else, but it's like not what their fans want or it's not what any fucking fans mm-hmm, want, mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But yeah, I think some people just jump the shark and they pick the wrong thing and people are like, I don't want that. Like, why, why don't you just go away? <laughs> maybe, maybe just take your money yeah, and, and take go home. Out. Yeah. Yeah, you made your bag. Go ahead. Go, go spend go, it. Yeah, Retire, yeah. Whatever. Get on a jet ski. You jump your own shark. Um, okay, real quick. Mike Tyson's sex rage confessions. Guys. <laughs> Guys. There's really no, like, good way to... Yeah, no, we're not going <laughs> to... <laughs> no. Um, Chaley, would you mind uh, regaling us with what Mike Tyson did? Uh, and then we can get into why it's fucking So weird. I think his manager did an interview, like, yeah. th- this past week or something. Yes. And he was saying that he used to have to bring women back, like, back to his dressing room or whatever Mm -hmm. um, before fights so Mike could, you know, you know. Fuck them. So there would be sex. There would be sex. There would be adult sex. Intercourse with you. And that was his way of, like, chilling out before the game or before the the game the, yes before the boxing match yes. so that he would not uh go so out of control as to kill the person he was fighting i don't know what the context of that like admission was because mike tyson's been like doing a lot of like podcasting lately he has. he's been like sort of elevated as like this uh like philosopher type yes, he has. recently so yes, i don't know has. if that was like like a shade or if that was just like some dude shooting the shit and it just like spilled out or what but i thought that was uh it's just wild wild um sexual violence uh is what is where my mind goes with that like i don't believe mike tyson was like uh putting rose petals down and pouring champagne for these people i think uh, some crazy so people shit do. was he truly God. The bar is in hell, Chaley. It is. Chaley, the bar is at the core. I think the bar is in the core of the earth. Yeah. I don't even know how it got there. Is there a bar? <laughs> is there a bar? Is there a bar? I don't know. 
Oh my God. The only bar that I uh, uh, acknowledge is the one where I can get a good gin martini. Am I right? You know? Am mm-hmm. I right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, nah. Uh, y'all, this is, that's wild. Uh, patriarchy really does a number on fucking everybody. And I would really like it if we stopped using women and other people perpetuate your shit whatever that fucking shit is well that's what we talked about earlier like uh, go to therapy hey write in your journal you know you know dear diary today i was upset they make some uh nice little sex toys now yeah oh yeah you can listen also i think if you have a dick like at you, there's no excuse, right? Like you can put your dick in pretty much anything. All kinds of stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like I can't, put, I can't throw my pussy into like. I mean, I guess I could. Yeah. I mean, I guess I could put things in there, but it's, it's not, not great for your health. <laughs> yeah, also, if you have a dick, they make really great sex toys for that too. So yeah, you don't have to be just sticking exactly. it in and, weird and things or random people. Yeah, health you... is actually quite important as well. You know? Yeah. Take care of that thing. And then, <laughs> Stick it in something that was made for it. That liberty, that old, uh... <laughs> Stick it in something that was made for it. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, take care of your dinglings. Uh, don't... Sexual violence, no. Um, we're gonna keep this rolling. Chaley. Yes. We went to Bruiser Giving. We did. It was so fun. I'm not gonna lie, it was fun. Can you, uh, tell our friends what Bruiser Giving is? Yes. Um, first I would also like to congrat or not congratulate you. I want to thank you because I was on Twitter. I just so happened to share. I saw like a, like a flyer for it on Twitter. I shared it. It's like, this will be nuts. Not saying that I wanted to go or that I didn't want to go, but I just said, this will be nuts. And who fucking hits me up? America. This guy. Who's got the extra ticket? Sarah B. Sarah B. True. <laughs> right. But we were, we're already a throuple. Yeah. So it's we're. Fine. Um, We're becoming like a like a, a concert. concert trio, yes. Like a like a like a th- the three musketeers of little, shows. Little squad. We really did have a cute squad moment at Movement. We did. Um, and then I really honestly we would have had more, but then everything was violently ended because of COVID. Yeah. It was literally right after that. It was like no more for you. Yeah. Nothing. You're done. That one time was. Yeah. I hope you enjoyed it. And we did. It was really nice. It was really nice. It was a good time. So Bruiser Giving is uh, essentially a show that uh, an artist, his name is Danny Brown from Detroit, Michigan, puts on and has put on, I believe, for the last... I think this was the eighth year. Okay. So it's like a small... Um, well, no, now it's larger, but it's a, it's a, it's a gathering of young uh, artists, up-and-coming artists, along with Danny himself. He does it the night before Thanksgiving. And uh, it's just like a time. It's just like a big fucking party. Yeah. Um, this year was at the Russell. Yeah. Which I thought was uh, a, a cool choice. Honestly, like the venue itself was lit. Um, I wish the sound was more. Yeah. There, was, there, was a, there was a few things that I really would have liked to see uh, different. Considering... How established Danny is in the scene. Right. Like we could have done better with the sound. Things could have been a little bit more considered. But like uh I I did appreciate the fact that it was like at the Russell, that there was space. It was a very large room to how many tickets were sold. So there was enough there was room for people to move space around, to be like you know, comfortable. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. COVID considered. Um 
Zach Fox was there. Yep. Uh, I, uh, Z Loopers was there. Yep. Um, I believe, though it was not uh, proven. No, it was. Oh, okay. Multiple times. So it's Hannibal <laughs> Burris. Hannibal Burris was also there. Yep, he did one Rapping. It, it was, was very good. <laughs> so good. <laughs> it's very good. Um, and who else was there? Uh, was it, were those the main ones? Yeah. Like, there was, like, DJs and shit, too. A bunch but, of DJs. You know, DJs be there. Yeah. Um, it was great. I had fun. I had a fun good. time. Uh, it's always a fun time. Danny Brown is really... He's an institution. I was just about to say a fucking institution. <laughs> yes. Like, if you're from Detroit and you live, like, there's... Detroit Danny Brown, nigga. Like, I don't really know, like... What else to say? Um, if you are not familiar with his catalog of music, I highly encourage you to listen to it. Um, for me, I became a Danny Brown fan, honestly, because of you and kicking it with you. We go way back. Yeah. And it's just like uh, the music is just fun and like goofy and like weird. And oh, my God, the Black Brad Pitt was the first song I ever heard. And I was like, this is amazing. <laughs> like, who is this weird sounding? He just, it, it, there's no one else that, well, now Z Loopers. But there's no, at the time, when I first heard him a couple years ago, there was nobody else that sounded like Danny Brown to me. In a time when a lot of rap was, like, really hard and, like, really aggressive and, like, really about, like, status and flash. Like, Danny's just like, ha <laughs> yeah, he's got like a very interesting voice. He's got an interesting flow. He's got interesting influences. Um, he talks a lot about his like wide variety of interests. He mm -hmm. talks a lot about like, you know, growing up in Detroit, he like, uh, you know, refers to, you know, a lot of like places that people who are from around here would know and, yeah. like, streets that people from around here would know, like, you know, not like Ford Field and the Tigers and stuff, yeah. but he's talking about growing up in Linwood. And, yeah, 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 you know. yeah, yeah. He's not like, eight mile, and you like, know, he's, he's, he's talking like, about going to Northwestern High School. Yeah, and, yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's good. It's, it feels like home. You have been a fan of Danny Brown. Since like the, I two, mean, 2010, maybe. Damn. Tell me about your first Danny Brown show. Oh boy, my first one. Or your favorite. I don't know. I've. Probably would have been at, like, the shelter or, okay. like, St. Andrews or something Is like that. Is the shelter still open? I don't, I don't know what's open anymore. Right, I know. COVID, are you kidding? <laughs> no, true, 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 true. Damn. But, yeah. I've seen him everywhere. I've seen him at, like, techno festivals. I've seen right, him okay. at all over the place. I've seen him at house parties. Yeah. Yeah. He's been around. I've been around. We've all been around together. Yes. Yes. I've yes, driven out have. to Grand Rapids to see him. Didn't you tell me, tell us a story about, um, oh my God, like you being somewhere and like being, I think you were backstage or something with a friend and like somebody in Bruiser Brigade like asked consensually to like touch your friend's ass or something like that. So. <laughs> I love that. So. Uh, I've been given tickets, or I, I got on the guest list to see 
them out in Grand Rapids. Bruiser Brigade is like it's so there's Danny Brown and the Bruiser Brigade is like the squad, like the crew. The crew. It's like the rap the, the people that also rap with Danny. Yeah. Of so their performers. We got ticket or we got put on the guest list to go see them at Pyramid Scene. Is that it? In Grand Rapids. So we went and so they had like a little Pyramids. I'm gonna look this up. Pyramid scene. Pyramid scheme. Scheme. Pyramid scheme. Um. So afterwards, they had like uh like an after party, like little DJ thing. So we stayed for that, mm-hmm. and then yeah. afterwards we yeah. went out to my car to smoke a blunt with Dopehead, Triple Black, and Z Loopers, uh. and my friend. Because we were waiting That Z-Loopers for... was a baby then, right? He was like... Fresh 20. 17. Yeah. No, he okay. wasn't even He like, wasn't even, he wasn't even 18 yet. Oh my yet. god. Oh my god. <laughs> we were waiting for Skywalker mm-hmm. to like pack up his like DJ stuff. I'm like, well, we could go out to my car and smoke a blunt. But like Grand Rapids is like really conservative and there's like always cops rolling around and like Pyramid Scheme is like on a main road. So I'm like, well, we could like go to my car. Island. I drove a... Like a Honda Civic. And there were like five of us, six of us. Like we can all pile in while we're waiting for Skywalker, who's like his like tour DJ. Mm-hmm. And um so we're like all piling into the car trying to fit. And Z Loopers is like standing off to the side, like holding his backpack like this. And uh we're like, come on, like get in. He's like, <laughs> Like, I, I don't know if he thought we were gonna like drive away with him and like kidnap him or something, yeah, but we no, also had yeah. like Dopehead and Triple Black in right. the car. Right, 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 right. And I kind of knew Dopehead a little bit, but I didn't know Triple Black. And he is like a big, scary dude. Yeah. I mean, to my knowledge, I think he's a pimp. Like literally, <laughs> like he's a rapper too. But like, I, I think he has like a like the a, rapping like a side, is a side career, yeah. You know. <laughs> The rapping is a side is a side gig, honestly, for his true for his true calling. And like I'm in the driver's seat, and I'm like, oh, you don't have to worry about yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he was like, <laughs> so we were like, okay, like, I'm gonna be respectful. Like I'm not gonna force it. And you know, his his homies were like, they weren't gonna push the issue. Right. So we like all sat in the car and we just like kept passing the blood. <laughs> like, but like way like three steps away. Like he every time he like walked toward the car and then walked back away. So anyway, we finish up and we like, then we like all pile out of the car because like we don't want to just leave him there. So we like got out and like made a little circle around him so like we could continue talking to him and like be polite. Um, And we're all like joking around because we're like all high and stuff. And um, Triple Black and Sarah B were like flirting with each other at that point. (laughs) And I love that it's Sarah B. Shout out. She's got like a big old booty. Yes, yes, she does. I think yes. she offered to let Triple Black like touch it at that point. And he's like, all right. And he does. Because why the fuck would you turn that down? And then she looks at Z Lopers and she's like, do you want to? And he's like, <laughs> and Triple Black goes, come on, man. And he goes, and Sarah goes, it's okay. <laughs> And so he does a very, like, polite, like, 
And then he could, like, finally calmed down, and he was like... And then he thanked her. And then she thanked him back. And then we were all like, cool. Yeah. <laughs> and it was just, like, the loveliest. Everybody was so nice. Everybody was so nice. That is beautiful. Because I've had so many, like, very... I have, like, a, a pretty good sense for really toxic, awful, shitty dudes. Yes. Like, I'm not the type of person yes. to be, like, fooled by it. And like you said, the bar is, like, so low. Yes. So I usually approach everybody with, like, like the understanding that they're rotten first and they mm-hmm. have to prove to me that they're not. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and I got to tell you, like, all those guys, no matter what they rap about, no matter who they are, whatever, yeah. like, that crew is, like, and, like, I'm sure other people have stories that are terrible, but, mm-hmm. like, it... I've had run-ins with many of them a bunch of times, and they've only been very kind. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, so that that whole evening, like, uh, was super funny, and I love that. I had no issue like putting them in my car and like letting them grab my friend's ass, and they were super funny. It was I love great, that. great night. <laughs> so, something happened at Bruiser Giving that I found interesting and amazing. Um, Danny stopped rapping and started several times performing what I believe was like stand up. It did seem like that. It it was giving like story time. Like it was giving like story time. And we just spent like a little bit of time before this and then like like just today and then before this talking a little bit about like the show and the setup. Um as someone who's gone a bunch of times uh to see him, you mentioned that like his sets are generally the same. Like he performs like a lot of the same. More songs, recently, right? yeah, in the last few years, he's been like given the same like six or seven like party jams mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. at most of his most of his sets. And like, it was cool to see him do something else. Like yeah. it was interesting to listen to him from what I could hear, like tell stories. I feel like he, so, so also uh, I, I feel like he's, he's making decisions to step out of like this. Um, I don't want to say the rap game, you know what I mean? Because I think like he's all, he is like the rap game, but I think he's making conscious decisions to like evolve himself as an artist. And it's wild that he had two other like performers that also are comics yeah. on the bill. Yeah. So Zach Fox is a comedian or comic and Hannibal Burris. just started rapping. Right. And Hamble, same with Hamble Burris. Yeah. So like, I'm intrigued to, to watch this continue to evolve like over the years. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I really get the sense that like, he's a little bit over it. Yeah. You know? He's you reach like, an age, though. You reach a... The, the man came out in sweatpants and a pajama shirt. Yeah, like like a, like little Timmy's... Like, like a button. With, with the piping. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, disheveled, beard unkempt. He's been Twitch streaming, like, playing video games for the last, like, two years. Yeah. And I think he loves it. Yeah. And I think that he's just doing these shows to like appease us and to like put on a showcase for his you know the younger 
generation of performers. What shout out? Like that is, I think, I would rather see more rappers do that than continue to parade around yeah. like they're <laughs> young hip hop artists. It's actually very sad. We were talking about this earlier. Like I want more for artists. Any genre, really. Truly. I want more than, like, clinging to what I believe is this obsession with, like, youth culture, right? Yeah. And, like... And, like, whatever your prime was. Right. And, like, when you gotta evolve, right? Like, when you... There was one guy who was so fucking pissed (laughs) that Danny would not fucking rap. The same songs that we've all heard a he million was like times. He an old dude, too. He was. He was up in the... Uh, he was like somebody's uncle wearing like a fedora. Yeah. <laughs> he was in a fedora. And he was like losing his shit that Danny wouldn't rap. Non-stop. And I really, for, like for like half, half an, an hour. hour going, Danny Brown! <laughs> Danny Brown! Play the song! Play the song! And it's like... First of what? all, like, he can't hear you. Second That's of all, just let the man do what he's here to do. Also, like, what where, what year are you stuck in, sir? Like, where are you? Like, what party moment are you stuck in? You know he's on Spotify, Where right? you can't, like... <laughs> you can hear the song anytime. Just do this, you know? He was telling amazing stories, too. He, he was, was. He was talking about uh, going to prom yes. or homecoming and getting beat up. And yes. he was talking about... Um, some like crazy theory he had about Mario Brothers, like the the canon of Mario Brothers. Yes, yes. I would have loved to have been able to hear it, but people were like yelling and yeah, like, shut the fuck up. Like I can hear his song any fucking time. Any I time. can only hear what he's saying right now. This like rant that he's going on. He brought, right now <laughs> he puts this on for us. Like like I don't that, that's what I, I think people really gotta embrace this more grateful attitude that like live shows are like supposed to be enjoyed in the moment. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like he's doing that and then like he really did a beautiful job, I think, of like creating a space. He d- we were talking about this earlier too. Like like us I don't I don't, don't want to say a safe space, but like a dope environment and a cool atmosphere. To showcase new artists yeah. who are actually fire. Z Loopers was fucking really fucking good. Yeah. I was very impressed oh with that. Oh my god. Kid. So he played this song that I don't I'm like a bad fan. I should know whether or not this is like a release song yet, but he played the song with like a crash a crash bandicoot beat behind it that was like Fire. So Straight sick. fire. It was fire. Yeah. If you hey, if you know someone that know someone that can get Chaley that track. But even to, like, see them perform it together. Yes, like, very cool. If that was a Z song, then that likely wouldn't have had Danny on it. And, like, seeing them perform together, performing all these songs of both of theirs together mm-hmm. was just, like, a really great experience. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. most of us haven't seen a lot of live shows lately. Truly, <laughs> truly, truly, yeah. It's, I'm really happy that we went. I'm really happy that we got to experience that. Yeah. And I'm really happy that. The Danny. crowd was cool. Yeah, the crowd was really cool. I'm really happy that like um that like Danny is evolving and that we I, I think rarely do we get to witness black men to make these massive like uh or these these evolutionary strides yeah. in this way. And it's really like it's a gift. Like it's really a gift to watch like somebody that's like an uncle 
Yeah. Like, be, like, be, like, creating spaces and also creating spaces for, like, black queers and the weird kids and the go- and the goofs and, like, the, you know, there wasn't, like, a, a violent energy. The energy was just hype, you know, and, like. Lots of different types of people. Yeah, yeah. Very, like, like, artsy, grungy scene. It was hot. Thank you, Danny. <laughs> like, so many things. So, so many years. Yeah, we just we just love you. And uh Bruiser Giving was fucking great. And um can't wait to see what develops, like where you're gonna go. I'm really interested in seeing projects that'll come out with Hannibal and with Zach and you know, I feel like that's just like the natural yeah. progression of things. Fun. Do you have anything else you want to say about Bruiser Giving? I mean, not specifically. I'm just, I continue to like mull this over day by day. I just love shows like that that, like, you know, give you something to think about for days after. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's really cool. <laughs> it's really cool. It's, it's a, it's a very, I also think that it's like, uh, I don't want to say Detroit specific, but I don't know. Like, I feel like that type of energy, that type of like, I don't know. It just feels very much like home, you know? Indeed. (laughs) (laughs) All right, y'all. We're going to fucking wrap this up because we have literally been talking for an hour, um, which is honestly nothing to us. Yeah. (laughs) Um, We were talking, I feel like, for an hour before this and probably we'll talk for an hour after. Um, Before we go, we're going to do a thing where we support black businesses not on the farm brand as um <laughs> chaley hit us tell us about the business that you told me about yes that's actually what i started i just started following them on instagram yes um my friend ashley mack has a wonderful uh like bath and body care business love it skincare yeah she, need it hydrate your body she initially developed it for her daughter who experiences eczema but it's great for all skin types she's got the butter she's got the scrubs she's yes. got the oils yes. she's got the uh soap bars yes she's got uh even some lovely shimmers some yeah. body shimmer oils yeah. um it's called simple dot natural uh simple d-o-t natural mm-hmm. you can find her on instagram mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She's uh, running some sales for the holidays. She is. Yes, she is. I saw that come up in my uh, in my feed. She's got some little bundles. Yeah. She does. Yeah. They make great gifts. If you're into, like, giving Lush as a gift, yeah. like to say, you can give a Simple Dot Natural a try. I love that. And I know um, we mentioned, too, the first time we tried to record this, that um, I know she's got, like, uh, products that are unscented. Yeah. Um, you know, there's a there's a, a wide variety, a range, and something for everybody. Just support, just support black women. You know what I'm saying? Like, truly, our skin is butter. So, use our products. <laughs> like, it's that girl. Um, yeah, and then me, right? Hell yeah, me. You support better, me. You better. All right, if like love me. This. Okay, like I love Wait, you. If you're watching this, yes, you're probably already supporting. True. So tell five friends. It's time to take this up. Spread the word. Spread the word. Spread the wealth. Um, you can uh, find me um, on Instagram, also Patreon. I'm working on a thing right now where I'm trying to uh, up my subscribers. I have a seven hundred dollar goal. I feel like I can achieve it. How much further do we have to go? Um, at this point, I am roughly $200 away 
right? So achievable. It's beyond achievable. $200. Uh, my tier starts at $3, okay? So you can literally, like, skip the cup of coffee you're going to buy. Just once a month. One time. Purchase the thing for me one time. Boom. Done. What is $3? What to? is $3? What $3 gets you is access to um, my YouTube content uh, and videos. You also are going to get um, pre-merch, uh, like, glizzies and looks. You're also going to get um, shout-outs. You know? That's a fantastic deal for three I bucks. I feel like it's quite a bit. That gives. I'm trying, you know? So um, please support me. Tell your family. Tell your friends. Tell somebody that you don't like that you know could probably benefit from, like, a good, a good th- this. A good kick in the ear ball. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Hit me up. Um, you can find me also on Twitter. Um, at the hard R's, uh, three, one, three and email me at, uh, the hard R's three, one, three at gmail.com. Let me know what you're doing. Let me know what's up. I think I'm going to start doing a thing in my Instagram stories, um, where I'm going to like ask prompts of yes. people and then we'll see if we can start generating some, you know, a little bit of communication that way. I've got questions for y'all and I, I'm interested in what you have to say. I love it. I love you. I love you. Thank you for coming on this show, darling. Thank you for having me. Oh my God, you're still the one I run to. The one that I belong to. Oh, we didn't even get into the pee-pee-poo-poo man. Damn. Should we do like a bonus episode? You know what? We're gonna do a bonus episode and we're gonna we're gonna regale you with more tales because we didn't talk about that. We didn't talk about Shania Twain in the mountains in Jamaica. We did not talk about the BB Boo Man. Shit. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> so much to talk about. Yeah, uh, come back. Listen, uh, listen again soon. I love you. Love you. Oh. Bye. <laughs> we want that whole time.